0: And welcome back to the Dark Side Podcast. So tonight will be the last podcast of this series um as for obviously future podcasts um uh, it's going to really wait out Um, uh, there's obviously i've got a lot of things going on background um but hopefully it will return like i said it's it's been a massive ride it's been roller coaster over the last year um but we'll get as many obviously podcasts done as possible but like i said this ser- this series now that's over it's done this is the last one of this series so hopefully it's a, it's actually going to be just a you know the, probably the best one of them all because only because I know there's an absolute essence bloke coming on um, Obviously my brother Sam Mori and a massive um, Hello as well to Miranda Bailey as well to coming on um, now Obviously as soon as Sam and Miranda press that button, we're gonna get straight into it We're gonna be rolling along but like I said this one's only just the last one of this series um, And then obviously we'll look at doing a new series as well I'm just gonna wait for this to come on Wait for load up as always. Good evening. (laughs)
1: Good evening, sir. How's Um, life? I'm good. Really good. We've just been, we've zoomed back from uh, a reservoir. We've been swimming in the reservoir. So we just shot back.
0: Happy days. Happy days. Well, we've done a podcast together, Sam. Miranda, first time of obviously you joining us. So massive hello and thanks for coming on tonight.
2: Thanks for having me. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
0: but tonight though obviously because we've done obviously a previous one sam um and we've covered a lot of content on that one but tonight i'm really really excited because this is the first time as a double show as well we've got two on tonight usually it's just a one person on we've tried a couple of times and i have heard uh, instagram are going to potentially do like a four person on so it's like a Zoom style because obviously you're well, obviously you're used to the Zoom as well and yep. like um, and as you said because I, I expected as soon as the phone started ringing I'm like oh Betty, does it, uh, how do you set this up because you're so used to the Zoom but firstly tonight obviously always like to do the introductions uh, so everyone gets to know yourselves okay anybody who's obviously watched previous ones you'll know Sam absolutely mad bloke loved your bits uh, <laughs> <laughs> but if you just like this uh, obviously everybody uh, know who the breath connection are
1: okay yeah well okay i'll uh, you go first i'll go first so the breath connection uh, was set up by myself and miranda we are uh, we work around uh, breath work which what's breath work i'll let miranda explain that because it's really complicated <laughs> we're breath work and we do breath work and cold water therapy they are two therapies that i've been doing a lot of recently the past couple of years i did wim hof and then the Wim Hof seemed to be a bit, um, could actually bring on PT. So people with trauma, it seemed to start to bring it on with people uh, quite anxiously. So I then met Miranda Bailey, who, I'll let you introduce her from this part. Now we've, we've adopted the breathwork uh, that we do, and it's now down to Miranda. Come <laughs> <laughs> to me.
2: So I met Sam last year in a field And uh, there were a great bunch of people there, but first time I've met a good few of them. I am a a nutritional uh, nutritional therapist by, by trade and I study functional medicine. So functional medicine kind of looks at the reasons why people get ill and try and correct those imbalances to be able to make changes towards greater health. And when I first started practicing as a nutritional therapist, so lots of people were arriving with quite chronic health issues. And I would look at their diet and look at what's in there that, that shouldn't be in there and what wasn't in there that should be. But it became really obvious um, in the first few months of practice, really, that um, that stress as a driver for ill health was just the, the thing that I couldn't really address through food. There are a few things that I can do with food to manage kind of blood sugar and, and the stress response. But it became really obvious that I needed to do something a little bit more. So I I always had an interest in breath work anyway. I've done Vipassana meditation. I did my first 10-day silent retreat 10 years ago. And I really noticed the impact of that, which is, you know, it's being mindful of breath. And then I had a few good friends who had practiced in a certain technique. So I was interested in that. I was doing Wim Hof. I did Wim Hof a couple of years ago, just his 10-week Fundamental. Loved it, but found it very pushy. And so um, with all of this kind of, you know, with with my interest in breath work and then getting into nutrition and then and then a couple of years ago, just thought, sorry, I'm sorry. I should probably shouldn't swear. No, um, no, that's fine. <laughs> I I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to bite the bullet and I'm going to go off and do some formal training with, with breath work. So I went off to study with the alchemy of breath and in a particular technique, but that has then sent me down a, a route of looking at different forms of conscious breath work to be able to essentially um, bring down the whole stress response, induce the parasympathetic nervous system. And um, we loved we, when I met Sam last year. We just we 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 t- built up a conversation, and a lot of that was around Wim Hof because I really liked it. I like. Yeah aspects of it i just found it a little bit um a little bit pushy so we just we adapted it we we have brought in different elements and um lots of instead of it being a technique that you kind of try to outdo yourself all the time you know faster breathing we've just really tried to induce a a much more kind of tuning in meditative kind of recognizing that, you know, that thoughts are still there, but really tuning into the body. And, and the, one of the other techniques that i have sorry, I'm just going to waffle on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, okay. one, one, of other, one of the
2: One of the technique that I was trained in is, is conscious connected breath work, which is an hour-long breath practice all through an open mouth. So you, you essentially get into that realm of, of um, almost hyperventilating, but yeah. it induces altered states of consciousness, can do in that practice but one of the things that it's that it can be used for is to in that sort of in that very meditative kind of space where you're losing yourself in the breath you and you start to kind of feel into where you where you um your intention might be drawn within the body you can use that sort of body breath presence to release stuck energy or trauma or however you it, you can kind of mine the archive, so to speak in that technique um to be able to release stuff that's stuck that um yeah that without any sort of conscious thought so it's it's hugely powerful and it's a it's an aspect that we've then brought into our dynamic breath work to ch- just to try and not that we we actively use it in trauma work but um it it's yeah, we, we bring a flavor of that technique into into the practice that we've developed.
1: Yeah, Chris, I think since you did it, and now Miranda's yeah, yeah. of more, um, it, it is, we've slowed the process, really slowed it down. So it's we focus on the breath now, and it's more of a um, meditative, uh, trying to get people right into that rest and digest part of the nervous, autonomic nervous system, which we're doing. And, and, and you saw it yourself, you know. Yeah, you did, yeah, yeah it right back now we're stripping it right down and Miranda does a body scan so in effect and we, we do more and more of the meditation at the end people so we, we're getting lots of veterans on there like yourself and myself and um people are on here I can see that I know and then we, we're getting we're doing lots of work with the police serving police officers yeah. doing nonsense well we're doing back to back courses now because there's a big need for it but the results that we're getting are amazing so those guys and the girls um, you know, they're obviously under immense pressure at work. or uh, And um, the the feedback that we're getting is just seconds and on. And I believe it's because of the the quietness they get at the end, you know, because they've all got busy minds. everyone yeah. all got busy, busy minds and thoughts come in. And, and that's where all the, tr- the trouble starts. So what we're doing in the morning is clearing their minds out, getting them into the rest and digest, and then they can just have that 10 minutes meditation at the end it makes a massive impact and then obviously cold water afterwards and that's the icing on the cake
0: yeah definitely because that's what i found doing a 10 day course was and i I was a bit like oh nervous at first because i was like right okay i haven't meditated this way for quite a while so just get that body that frame that posture and i was like right okay and it was surprising how easy it was and obviously under your obviously guidance as well and it was just that that flow of how i could position yourself better your posture was better your breathing became better and it was just how you found yourself in that moment and it was just like wow and then you because you kind of think can i hold my breath for this amount of time Mm -hmm. and it's surprising how well you can adapt and your body adapts and i know that obviously Mm -hmm. that's like with this conversation i'll be honest i could quite easily split into two but i want to try and keep the two together because obviously some content you said, Miranda, that was really obviously interested in as well. But obviously on the breath work and then the cold water, because I found there was a massive difference when you done the meditation, you'd done the three rounds, and then didn't shower, and yeah. then go and then try it again three rounds and then shower, and you feel a massive difference. It's like this wall, this kick, this massive kick through you, and it brings you almost like alive. It's like a, a bolt that goes through you. You, you feel completely different where it's great obviously doing the three rounds and then you leave it and you're quite like on a stable plateau almost but then when you do the the cold water you suddenly really feel that energy going you know and that's something i absolutely love that feeling of the difference between the two because i'd only done like very like just normal meditation normal breathing and to me it was almost like i was half asleep half the time you know where this is it makes you feel alive it makes you feel like, like whoa this is good i love this and the other part of it, obviously with yourself about the um health and diet did you ever come across a? Uh, actually i was on joe rogan he's been on quite a bit was dr mark gordon because actually it was dr mark gordon who turned around and said that even ptsd the tbis can be caused by roller coaster. It's literally and it's the inflammation of the like in the body, in the brain that causes a lot of TBIs, PTSD. And he actually found that himself with veterans. He looked at their diets, essentially their bodies and anybody who's served overseas. You know, you're not eating the best foods. You're not getting enough sleep. You're not putting enough hydration in your body. So essentially what he was looking at was, okay, let's look at your blood. Let's have a look at every part of your body and rebuilding like what you said Miranda you're kind of rebuilding the human body because amazing how much trauma the body can accept and the mind can accept but mm-hmm. over x amount of time that's where you start seeing the cracks appear isn't it
2: well that's the whole point of the stress response isn't it it's designed yeah. to meet an immediate need when we're presented with an immediate danger it's designed to kind of rise the stress response kicks in we deal with the thing we come back and we kind of shake it off yeah. Ever do that in life these days. From the minute our eyes open, we're exposed to, to stresses mm-hmm. that just come in. And the body, as you say, it does adapt, but then as time passes, that adaption is it does start to get skewed, and that's and that's where you know I believe that things I mean, obviously PT, PTSD can be massive, massive kind of traumatic events, but it can but the, the, the heightened stress response can just kick in from having you know, stress that you don't know how to turn down. You have no ability to turn it down and to invite that that rest and digest response. And then everything ends up inflamed because, mm-hmm. you know, our brains, our muscles, our tissues, our blood, you know, it, it's just a state, a, a highly inflammatory state. And unless we bring in some, some means, some practice, and I do believe that, you know, Sam says this is breath work. Mm-hmm. It, it is a thing that we do, but we work at that to then, To then kind of invite the rest and digest the calm in and and the more we kind of slip from from i mean even doing the breath work work, it it invites the stress response it's part of what we do and it's a a phenomenon that i i kind of like to explain like hormesis which is stress onto a system but with the recognition that then we're inviting the flip side of that system to kind of then come into into play, so we, we are pressing on the stress buttons, but we're then we 're doing you know we 're playing around with the vagus nerve and, mm-hmm. and all all sorts of things, but we 're then inducing the parasympathetic as a, as a consequence of all of that, which enables us to kind of be much more flexible, much more resilient
1: yeah i think blowing you know the initial two round uh, it 's two minutes of breathing and then going into the breath hold the two, building up the carbon dioxide blowing it off, building it up you're going into fight and flight then back into rest and digest and it it gives you that ability to be able to deal with stressful situations that we all come across so if you're driving down the road you get nearly bump into someone you're not stuck in that all day you can just come back from that rest to the rest and digest and just to relax and take it easy for, you know for and just keep keep up getting back into that rest and digest part of it but when we do the when we're doing the breath work also so you're talking about trauma and the good thing is, you have to talk about any trauma. It just releases when you breathe, yeah. physically releasing stuff. You can, you know, when we do the hold and squeeze, people are pushing out energy, pushing out all that stuff that's in the bodies. That without sitting there speaking about what the problem is.
2: I mean, we, we are we are hugely complex beings, really, aren't we? I know. Yeah. I, can, yeah. I I really again believe that a lot of what goes on when we're breathing in this way and when we're, you know, taking the cold water. I mean, they're, they're sort of fundamental practices really, aren't they? There's nothing, there's nothing new to them. They're fundamental. No, no.
0: I think it's, we've had them for it's like centuries, but it's like people have been doing this, but it's because it hasn't been, like it hasn't been brought to the public eye. Cause I know like obviously Wim Hof, I've, I've tried a lot of Wim Hof and I found, yep, you know, but the one something you touched on that was really, really like important, what I've found was anybody who suffered from panic attacks, anybody mm-hmm. who suffered from that, that type, to me, with anxiety, I've been to, to a state where I, to the extreme where it felt like somebody had stood on my throat, it literally it closed my windpipe. I, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't swallow. I had to put my own fingers down my throat to, trying to get the air back in. I've got to a point where the, the anxiety was kicking so much. It was like pressing and pressing and pressing. I've actually paralysed the half of so my, my body left hand right, side remember that being in a hospital and i remember all my left hand side was like i couldn't really talk i felt like my hat as though you've been to the dentist that that feeling you were like numb and they said because of the fact that i'd been hyperventilating and like you're saying with when you hyperventilate too much too aggressive that's essentially the same as when you're having anxiety or panic attacks because that's the same feeling you can literally make yourself numb because you've breathing in far too much oxygen too quick and i've blacked out i've like i've turned like gone backwards on myself i fell downstairs you know from the top of the stairs all the way back I, like, my legs have just gone straight over us but i find that anybody and that there is that danger zone where you can do breath work but you have to do it at a certain rate or someone that's comfortable with yourself because anybody who's had those really high-end anxiety or panic attacks will we'll recognize that because you will start getting to a point where you become so uncomfortable. It comes in that like red zone, isn't it?
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. And that, interestingly, when you when you're hyperventilating, it's not necessarily the oxygen that is yeah. that it's blowing off of carbon dioxide because we breathe way too fast shallowly from up here, and yeah. that we, you know, we can't access the, the oxygen because we're not actually breathing in, but we're blowing off loads of carbon yeah. dioxide. And that can give rise to, I mean, it's, there's a direct link, isn't there, between the way, yeah. that, way that we feel in terms of our emotions and anxiety. And while Sam and I do, we do the dynamic breath work as a, as a morning practice, as, as, as a regular practice, an everyday practice, we actually practice nasal breathing and a slow, shallow, well, a slow, light, but deep breath. So it's a diaphragmatic breath, right? And that that really again just really supports um, anxiety and an acute stress. You know that that when you're when you're in that place of yeah. anxiety, it will just help. Again, it's just all about bringing the nervous system down. But yeah. the first thing to access mm-hmm. the nervous system is the breath. If you don't have a handle on your breath, you you're not going to be able to kind of bring yourself into parasympathetic mode. It, yeah. it's,
1: so that's yeah. The morning, the dynamic breath work is just a morning practice. Get in the cold water, and then that gets you boosted, like you said before. Yeah. You, you know, you've got the neurotransmitters that you need. Dopamine, you've, you've serotonin's risen. You've started then to get ready for the day. You've you've stimulated your vagus nerve, so you're ready then. And then the, the cold water just, just stimulates that all further. But what we do now is absolutely promote nasal breathing as a, as a daily practice, it's it's a game changer, so um, we'll talk more about that, but nasal breathing and exercise, so when you're running, when you're doing your fizz in the gym, nasal breathing is the way you should be breathing, you only eat through your mouth, you should not breathe through your mouth unless you're doing the dynamic breath work in the morning but that's just 20 minutes the rest of your day, and, and something else we do, we tape our mouths up at night sounds weird, yeah. you, I don't talk but it's it's the truth. We we take a miles up at night, bit bit of um, call that stuff micro uh you know, uh, from bandages over the mouth, and you get like six seven hours of nasal breathing, building up nitric oxide. So open up, it's a, a dilator, so it opens up bronchodilator, opens up all the airways. It's amazing for your body, but I will let the scientist explain that. Well,
2: before. so that I mean, I'm not a scientist. <laughs> I know you know. <laughs> Babies are born, nasal breathing. I mean, we're, we're kind of, we're designed to do that. But then for a reason, as we walk through life and we get, you know, like most people's childhoods, most people would say that their childhood is the first place that they kind of noticed that there was some issues, some stressful issues, regardless of what they are. Um, but we then learn, you know, the stress response then kicks in and, and many of us will end up over breathing through our mouths. And and it's got, it's got to do with more than just stress, but, Stress is really what I'm interested in, yeah. but stress will make it will change your breathing pattern, and then to compensate, we end up over breathing through our mouth. We're, we're chronic. I think it's James Nestor who who cites the statistic that 30 to 50 percent of us breathe through our mouths, you know, chronically throughout, yeah. and that figure rises to 70 percent at night. So while you're breathing through an open mouth, your stress response is just still in play. So bed for seven hours and Mm. you're just in in sympathetic mode. Whereas if you then take the trouble, and it can be a a bit of a a thing to learn because it doesn't always feel comfortable the minute you Mm -hmm. do it, but a piece of tape over the top to bottom lip. And it's important just, you know, for anybody wanting to try it, that it's a small piece of tape and it goes top to bottom lip so that if you need to breathe, you can kind of break that seal if if necessary
1: yeah.
2: if, night night or night if you can if you can place that piece of tape and keep your mouth shut during that those hours of sleep, you will wake more rested and you mm-hmm. will invite the sympathetic nervous system during sleep and it just It can be a game changer then yeah. for for your your waking life and then during your waking life, if you just notice how you 're breathing whether it's through your nose, if it's not, close your mouth. Notice when you then do go into mouth breathing. So often if I get on my, I ride a push bike, if I get onto my bike at any speed, my mouth drops open because it is a need to get in more, well, it's to get rid of carbon dioxide, but also then to take in more oxygen. But the more you can practice that, you utilise all of these Mm -hmm. different things that come into play, like nitric oxide that kind of comes as a consequence of breathing in through the nose, which does have this, um, it has this effect on our airways which enables greater oxygen transportation it, it just becomes uh, you you develop functional breathing and that has a big impact on 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 your overall health so yeah just as a take home you know anybody watching this you know first things first develop a breath awareness it's mm-hmm. it's it's just that's the first point of any any when you say habit. breath awareness it's just yeah. so just how are you breathing notice you how you You know, Mm -hmm. wait for the kettle to boil. How are you breathing when you're walking your dog? How are you breathing? And just as a rule, breathe through your nose and try and breathe more slowly. If you can regulate a breath cycle to about five per minute. So that effectively in practice means count in for inhale for a count of five, exhale for a count of five. And roughly you'll do that five to six times a minute. That is called coherent breathing. It has, you know, it has beneficial effects with our, the the relationship between our heart and our brain. But it will absolutely induce parasympathetic. It will it will calm you down. It kind of you can't help but calm down if if you breathe in that way. Um, yeah, just just develop that breath awareness and make sure you're breathing through the
0: nose. Big, yeah, big, definitely, definitely good.
1: Is. I know there'll be a lot of people in here who are down the gym going for a run. I know there's Helen's here, she runs all the time. Yeah. Nasal breathing, it's such, um, it's really hard at first. My first couple of miles, it, it feels like, it, personally, it felt like I was choking. But and that's. Yeah. The, I believe that's the buildup of the uh, nitric oxide, nitric oxide, um, and I think that's what's happening. It pools in the back there, so just bear with it. Go with that uncomfortable feeling, because once you break through, the other side of that, if you're doing fizz in the gym, whatever it is, the feeling you get, you get, you feel elated and you actually get a burst of energy. It's powerful. And uh, athletes are all looking into now. It will be that you'll see now everyone will be nasal breathing athletes all the way. It's, it's uh, health-wise, it's uh, mentally and physically, it's just unbelievable. So there's something that we talk about on the courses. Yeah. Uh, the morning is a dynamic breath work. So that's to get you in the get you ready start to uh, play around the autonomic nervous system and then start to flood your body with the all the um, neurotransmitters that we need stimulating the vagus nerve get in the cold shower but then throughout the day we we absolutely tell people to nasal breathe all the time
2: and there's a so for performance there's um um patrick mckeon kind of and and james Nestor, i think both talk about you know when you're when you're um when you're performing exercise really if you have a need whilst you're doing that to open your mouth to take more oxygen you're training too mm-hmm. hard so you should always meet your kind of metabolic output with the so that the, the rate at which you, you you know you're exercising and producing all the stuff that goes with that with with the ability to kind of maintain a nasal breathe so and and what they find is that it really enhances performance and absolutely enhances recovery you know supports recovery yeah. um so it's it's powerful but as I say not many of us are conscious of doing that during our, our waking hours so yeah just just try it but certainly for people going down to the gym or doing that kind of level of exercise just yeah. to kind of to, to be able to meet your meet your exercise with the ability to nasal breathe
1: also yeah. the- who, who are on here who do a lot of fears? who do whatever that is the, the dynamic breath work in the morning is perfect for you because you're and when you do the, the two minutes activated breathing through the mouth you actually oxygenate your body vo vo2 max you, it goes right up so your performance for people who love running gym or whatever the dynamic breathing is really good for for that in the morning first thing and obviously yeah. the Shower, then flood your body with everything you need to to, to get you going and ready ready for, for that so it's a really good practice and an empty stomach in the morning 15 to 20 minutes four rounds we, we do now um and it's yeah just a really good way to start the day
2: there's so much about that the 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 practice of breathing that in yeah. this dynamic way i mean it, it just for me it, it contains so many different elements there's there's the the, the, obviously the self care, you know, you're actually taking 20 minutes of your day, half an hour if you include the shower. So it's half an hour of like, of, of looking after yourself. Yeah. What you're doing during the dynamic breath work is you are, you know, you, you, you're doing the things that in my experience as a, as a therapist and as somebody interested in health, you're doing the things to reset a lot of, ba- you, you're rebalancing the system during that practice. When we do, when I do the dynamic breathing, the way that it makes me feel when I've done the four or five rounds, I then kind of, I can sit for however long it is, whether it's three minutes, whether it's 20 minutes doing an active meditation where I'm just really being able to drop in to, to nothing basically. I mean, that's ultimately what I'm looking for. I'm just kind of dropping into that space where I'm not bothered. I'm not reacting, but then stepping out of that feeling all nice and calm and grounded, then getting into a shower, which often is met with a, with, with a level of resistance, like who wants to get into a cold shower really? Yeah. But then doing that, like I've, the, just, just the feeling that it gives me afterwards, like, you know, not only have I, have I given myself half an hour where I know that I've really taken care of my health in that, in, that, in that space, but then I've kind of done something that I really didn't want to do, but I've done it. That just absolutely, it makes me feel invincible a lot of the time, even if I've only done a 30 seconds shower, cold shower, it's this real sense of like, I've done it. I didn't want to do it, but I've done it.
1: And it's not about pushing it either. Because I've noticed a lot, lot of the lads and the lasses are getting into it now. And they're all, yeah, and yeah. you get all the ego stepping into it. and my, oh, There you go, whoever's ego. There they go, ego's gone. And <laughs> God, I've just started loads of coffee. Um, and then you find that people are going in water, I've been in water, I've been in a barrel for 20 minutes, yeah, and I've got hypothermia. It, it, you can literally, and then i know noticed Larry was on before, you know, some mornings he'll be in there and I'm, I'm using him as an example. But myself, you know, you do a minute in there, that's, that's all you need sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you can do five minutes, but it's all about listening to your body. Um, you, the cold water element, you only need, sometimes you only need 20 seconds. That's yeah. all you need. Get that vagus nerve stimulated, and that's what we're, that's what we're after. Also, flooding the body with the neurotransmitters. It's sometimes it could just be dipping your head. He's <laughs> here. I know we've just been talking. About <laughs> it. Oh, lovely. It's just getting your you know, getting splashing your network cold water that yeah. will, will stimulate it. But ideally, you want to be going in a bit longer and a bit longer. But but it's all about, um, yeah. Just do listening to your body. You're in the driving seat, and just going with what feels right for
0: you at that time yeah because to be honest with you i've loved meditation for many years and i did it and like when it was kind of like when everything my head was screaming and going mad it was a place that I could just switch off for twenty minutes. Now for myself, it's very difficult to ground myself because it must be the very creative and over creative part of my brain where I'm constantly thinking of something else or something else will pop in, and I found it very very hard. And I was speaking to a, a friend of mine. It was actually on uh, this podcast, and like, and I said, said, "Oh, I can't, I can't meditate." I said, "Do you walk down the street?" Because he lives in New York, and I was like, "Yeah, right." what do you hear about you? And he went. Well, nothing, not that I can, just normal, because you know yourselves that you zone out. I says, right, zone back in. Don't say nothing. Don't think about anything. Just walk and listen, because we don't actually listen when we're walking along. We've got so many thoughts going around our heads, and I'm like, and I said to him, that's meditation. People don't realize it's the most easiest thing to do. And something that I really liked on, obviously discussing the two differences on the breath work. I've done both. I've done obviously breathing in through the mouth and then doing it through the nose. And I, I noticed there's a big difference because I used to use a lot of techniques like the the box breathing, the four seconds in, you know, holding that. Because one of the things, and you know that Sam, the size of like the um, swim pools in naval bases, they're like Olympic sized swim pools. And I remember like when I was younger, I could literally bring in so much like oxygenate my blood that much I could do two lengths underwater. I can't do it now, but Uh. probably without obviously get a lot more practicing. I can probably get back to doing it. But it just when you look back, we don't really know how to breathe. We've forgotten how to breathe. We breathe, but we don't breathe. We don't breathe correctly, should I say. And that's something that I've found massively. And I've spent a lot of time just taking a little few like few moments here, a few moments there and going, Right, I need to work on this because I'm not breathing. And I found something that really was a big change for me was martial arts because Mm -hmm. it became like I became learned how to have to breathe. Mm-hmm. especially for like kickboxing and a lot of like the high energy uh, martial arts. And I found that I was at first I was going <clears throat> and really like starting to breathe in because I'm one of those people that I was literally like trying to draw in so, drawing so much breath because that's the first thing that like you said to yourself. You do that out of panic almost like I've got to breathe. What's the biggest hole? Your mouth, right? Breathe it in, breathe it in, chuck it in. But like I saying, there's a big difference when you do the the nasal breathing because I've done that as well. And I've found there is a big difference and the cold water, I love that cold water, because the weird thing is though, what I found was when you go in that cold water, that shower, bath, any of that, you become warm. It's like, you literally, be- you feel it's like warm through and you're like, this is weird, it's cold water, how is it warm? But that's actually how you generally feel. And a friend of mine said, oh well I, I wouldn't be comfortable, I said actually what I found was just to cross your arms, put your hand over your chest, because the water will hit your arm first. 'Cause the shower, I prefer to get in actual cold water like a barrel or a lake or a river. I'd find that more comfortable. Mm-hmm. But like, to me I said just put your hand over your chest and just try it. Because you'll realise the cold water will hit your arm first, then you forget about the rest. It, yeah. There is a big difference, isn't it?
1: Yeah, we, we practice we, we we when we're telling people to get in the cold water, we always tell them to focus on the breathing through the nose. Count yeah. you know in for five and then slow the breath out as it comes out. And then you focus. So it's like meditation. Focus yeah. on using your nose. Focus in. Focus out. Um, shake it all about. That's what. That's. What, that's, yeah.
2: that's ultimately what meditation. You know, you're right. Yeah. Meditation is just yeah. our awareness. Often is on on the on the thoughts that we have. Yeah if you send your awareness out to anything else like your breath or the sounds that you're hearing or, or whatever, then your, your attention follows that and it will, it will start quieting, quietening the mind. Um, But absolutely like getting, so those two things that, well, Mm. the three things, the breath work, the breath, the meditation and the cold water, if you can put all of those together, it will really get you through that. The, well, it, it will it will support you in trying to get through the trickiest of those cold water. Yeah. Ex- you know, I, I I never really get that. Getting into cold water makes me feel warm. I do get it when I've when I've got out of the water. Yeah. And I mean, like, oh I suddenly feel like exhilarated and there is a warmth that goes through me. But the, believe me, the reservoir this afternoon. The reservoir was, was cold.
1: Absolutely yeah. cold. It was freezing. What's really important for guys and girls who uh, who maybe struggle who have so it's all about thoughts. So what we try and do is get people to live in the moment. As you know, I've talked about that a lot. Now the cold water is is the best thing for getting you, snapping you right into being present, because Mm -hmm. there's nothing else other than you and the cold water. And and trust me, it really sharpens your mind. So when you get into that cold water, you focus on your breath, and then everything else goes away. The meditation after the breath work that we do puts you into that uh, parasympathetic, puts you into your rest and digest part of your nervous system, and that really just it, it enables your body just to relax, but then it also enables your mind, I believe, just to forget. I mean, and, and the thing about meditation, the tip, is not to try and not think, because you will always think, thoughts will always come in. It's just about noticing that the thought's there, that's okay, and then just move, let it move on. And just focus on your breath is, a, oh, is an amazing way. Miranda took, on our breath work, Miranda does a body scan. So as, you, as you're not breathing, or as you're meditating, Miranda talks you through your body. That takes your mind off it. But if you're on your own at home, just focus on your breath as it comes yeah. in. And as it leaves, You know, it's a notice a change in temperature, and notice the temperature as it leaves, and just, just focus on the breath. And before you know it, all the thoughts have gone. And if you've done the breath work before, you'll be just really at peace. And it's, it's where people with a busy, busy mind, who've got problems going on, you know, whatever it is, the thoughts of yesterday or tomorrow, whatever it is, you just become present. And that's the beauty I find, and that's to find a lot of veterans and a lot of uh people with high stressful jobs who have a busy mind. They really get the meditation at the end. They just really yeah. slip into it, and they love. They always they comment on that is the quietest. The, the, that ten minutes is is the meditation at the end is is gold dust to them because the the rest of their lot the day they um yeah they. Reset and i just read that comment. Then, re- yeah, re- reset, restart every day. You just clear your mind and then you're ready to go for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I've found myself it's like a detox. It's like those that have been in or are in very stressful situations, your brain's gonna be running so fast, you're starting to clutter up all these little things and start to jumble your head. And I found what it does to me was once you get in that part, and this is what I love about the course. I found it was a big difference when you do normal meditation where you just sit there quiet and you've got like say one of the um the talk of meditations on and it 's like the guided ones and it's literally you listen to the voice everything else but you find suddenly you start going right I'm in a really bad position, My backs off you know you, you kind of lean forward and it 's pressing on your lungs and you 're not getting the right oxygen. you kind of start going to sleep but you're with obviously the course that I did was literally good posture air was actually was being brought in properly and it's a very controlled and what i found was it was like a detox you were detoxing the rubbish and then once you, yeah. you got stepped in the shower the shower just went bang and it was like this wow i feel like like clear headed it cleared all the junk out of your head it was almost like you pressed delete to everything it's like a computer you've just pressed right delete in the rubbish bin out you go by because you you're kind of cluttering everything up aren't you
1: yeah i i, I sorry, my. Go go for it. No, no, no. Uh, I, yeah, med, med I've only just got meditation. I'll be honest with you. After like eighteen months of being in cold water every day, or most days, of doing breathing, it's only since I've been watching Randa and and actually I've really got meditation. And you know what? It's absolutely changed my life. Yeah. It, I just don't. Nothing phases me. You know, well, it does for a minute, and then I just yeah. go. It. I mean, you. I and mean, that's meditation. So every morning we. After the breath work, we've been doing the 20-minute med- breathing meditation and the difference in my life, my head, because it always gets busy, you know. Yeah. And my ability you now to, to just go, you know, what? I go like that at first, like yeah. everyone. And then it's just like, you know what, it doesn't matter. Nothing phases me. I'm putting that down to um, the meditation that we're really practicing.
2: Well, so I'm really interested. I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I'm interested in loads of things. She is. But, loads things so that i don't know if you've heard of the heart math institute in the states yeah they um, they just look at heart rate variability mm-hmm. and one of the things that they well their their main practice is to slow the breathing down and to focus on on a positive kind of feeling but they've done loads of research and and their research kind of indicates that if you can do something like yeah. um, i think actually so we do a 20 minute uh, meditation and i do think that they advocate that but I think some of their research shows that even in five minutes of slowing your breath down in this sort of coherent way that the, that it enables you to kind of then step out back into the world of, Mm. you know, of emails or money worries, whatever, wherever your stresses come from, but then to be able to, to kind of be in that space, which I think that meditation gets you into of a non reactivity. You are just, you are not, as, as much at the mercy of that kind of over, being overwhelmed and overridden by all of those stress hormones. It, and, it, and, and part of that is down to, to, the, to the heart's response to, to stress that, that keeps you in this resilient, buffered kind of space of, of being able to go about your day. Mm-hmm. Now, if you could sell that, if you could sell <laughs> yeah. somebody a pill that you gave yeah. them every four hours yeah, yeah. that would enable them to get through their, their day... In this kind of well, I mean they, 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 the pharmaceutical world will write it off as being highly addictive yeah. because, because it would be, but it just shows you doesn't it that you know we can do these things for ourselves we're just as you said before there's something about we 're not taught we 're just yeah. not taught how to how to manage our stress in. You know, without it feeling like, oh god, it's an it's another thing that I've got to do. But five minutes of slowed down breathing is going to get you through the next four or five hours of your day. That is magic in my world. I mean, on repeat,
1: it's, it's it is it's absolutely it's like magic. And and people, um, when I first did it, I looked at people doing the Wim Hof, and I thought, what are they doing? That's weird. You wouldn not yeah. get- and beads and then next thing i'm into it and i'm doing all sorts of uh, looking at everything from buddhism down to whatever it was but coming back to the breath every time and finding that the breath meditation and cold water those three things combine breath work because it is hard work and people don't yeah. like it. But half an hour before they have to get up well you have if you want to have good strong mental health then you get up i get up half an hour before i'm supposed to even get up and then I breathe, and then and then I get in cold water, and then I meditate or meditate and those, in those, that, and now <laughs> breathe, meditate, and then I get in cold water, and guess what? I feel amazing all day, but it's hard work. In the mornings I don't do it,
0: and then I feel like shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Because I found yeah. out, I found out. It's people, what I found with people, they have their behaviors and their habits, and I've spoken to so many people, and like I say myself, what I do is I'll get up at five o'clock. At the moment, I'm exercising, so I do do some bit of breath work just to get yes. my body, you know, there. So I'm like, okay, that lungs are open, you know, the oxygen's flowing. What I found is I'll do the exercise and then I'll do more. Obviously, meditation, and I feel good. Get in the shower, and then obviously have a cold shower, and I feel even better. But what I, what a lot of people probably don't realise they're doing, they've got this human behaviour of now we're in this digital age. We'll wake, they wake up. They've got a mobile phone next to them. Mm-hmm. They'll pick that mobile phone up. And the first thing they'll do is they'll say something because everyone has does this. And I stopped doing this a long time ago as your notifications. Because I always say to her, do allow, don't allow. And I, I, now it's conscious that I go, don't allow, don't allow. If I really want it apart from an email or something, you know, something, and because sometimes I was actually forgetting to reply back to emails. So I was like, e- I'm sorry, you know, because I'd actually generally, because I turned up all notifications, but only have notifications for what is actually important. The value system, I call it, on what is more important on your phone. Because I found these people who all pick the phone up, go it, and the first thing they do is the load of notifications. The first thing they do is social media, right? What are you consuming at that time in the morning? You're consuming <clears throat> You know, whether and obviously there's especially a lot that's been going on over the, over the months and everything, people are literally consuming this rubbish. They are consuming it and, they, and it will trigger them. It will flashpoint them. Put it to one side. Forget it. It's yeah. not important. What's important is your own health. Like I said, if you wake up and do this like structure and it does work, I've done it. I continuously do it. Do this structure instead of the first thing you do is pick a mobile phone up and go social media. And you're consuming rubbish. You're consuming, you know?
1: Involved, drawn into that toxicity. Yeah. The yeah. first first thing you want to do, we breathe into emotions. So that sounds, people take that for what it is, but it, it, it works. So we breathe. And as we breathe, we, we, we install a positive emotion like gratitude. So you're grateful. So I've not looked at my phone. I've woken up. I don't look yeah. at my phone. Um, the first thing you do, you breathe. Breathe into yeah breathe into, you know, breathe into those things and install that in your mind before you pick up your phone and start looking at Facebook. I don't even know what's going on out there. And mm-hmm. I, I do have, that's, 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 that's silly of me to say, of course I know what's going on out there, but I don't take any, unless it involves me directly or my children yeah. or my loved ones, you know what? I can't change that. So I just get involved in what I can, which is here, my environment. Me first, make sure that I'm okay. I wake up positively. And then everyone around me and everything around me then becomes that. That's how, you know, that's, that's how my world sort of works now.
2: It's that whole, yeah. origin, isn't it? Of, um, you know, when we look at social media, there's, there's the people that we want to be like, that we feel that we're not like, there's that whole kind of that comparison thing that reflects yeah. really on us. Or then there's the people that we, we disparage a bit. And we, mm-hmm. we kind of, we get into being really judgy and all of, all of that. Like it just it doesn't lend itself, does it, to to actually tuning in to what's important within mm-hmm. you in any you, you know given moment? And Sam quite rightly, you know, we, we we've really wanted to promote this this whole concept of kind of, of gratitude, this feeling of gratitude in our mm-hmm. in our courses, because I mean it's it, it, it's it's one of the things, the top things that positive you know positive people apparently do. You keep yeah. you, you you're mindful of what you're grateful of. And um, and it can't help but make you feel good. But you get into that realm of social media mm-hmm. and you're just like judging and comparing, and you're you you like shit. Compa- <laughs>
0: yeah. exactly. Exactly. Exactly.
1: It's the, I do it, I've done it, I still do it now. Yeah. And I, I look at someone, you know, blow and he's done, and I'm like going, oh, God. I compare myself straight away. And I'm yeah. going, oh my God, it's just really just take time for yourself first and, this- and be grateful for the tiny things in your life. There's no. so much. Grateful for,
2: and there's uh, that. Again, I think it was James Nestor who said that you know there's a new phenomenon which is when people open up their email, they've developed email apnea, which is we, we you know, we're, we're anticipating bad news when we open yeah. up. You actually you stop breathing, so you know, for people, I appreciate that. You know, not everybody is going to come away from kind of looking at social media or re- reading their emails in the morning, but I would again just invite people like. When you get on there, examine what's going on internally as you're as you're doing all of that. And if you recognize that that's maybe inducing stress rather than kind of giving you anything positive, then then try and keep it for sections during the day. Yeah. Like maybe once you've, you've, you've embedded like something positive in the mm. morning, like doing some breath work or a cold water or meditation, whatever your practice is, and save that stuff for like pockets of the day, yeah. but when you're doing it, just be when mindful ready, about yeah. how you yeah. how it feels and what are the effect it's having on on your system.
0: Yeah, it's- definitely, definitely. Because what I've found myself and I, and like obviously anybody who I've uh, gone follow like you guys on the obviously breath connection page, but and obviously your own there, Miranda. But it's like Sam's work, Sam. What I've seen, like when I first obviously got to know Sam. To me, he was on, obviously, um, on the World Ones podcast there. And I was like, who is this bloke? He's mad <laughs> as a hatter. You know, this guy is talking about Alan Watts and Wim Hof and, you know, all this stuff. And I was just, and do you know what made me think? is How kind of behind we are as a culture? Yeah, I man. really thought this because I've loved listening to and reading Alan Watt's work and listened to it. But it's also the Buddhism. I've I've read Buddhism for years, and I realised as a culture we're only now being introduced to something that's been thousands of years old. I'm a big like a big fan, love martial arts, and I realised that even in martial arts, it's all meditation. It's all like movements, even it, it, uh, like. Tai Chi is a natural meditation movement. They used it for animal movements. And you watch it and it's, it's a of natural meditation. We are so far behind as a culture that other cultures have been doing this for hundreds, thousands of years, and I love it. And I think it's weird, but when, obviously, you've got you know, Sam, and I, this guy is absolutely crackerjack. but I love him because he's just so full of energy. It's so, like, you speak to Sam, like, for five minutes of your life, you realise that, obviously, you know yourself, man. It must be a constant powder keg of energy because he is, like, literally, it's as though someone's just lit a fuse. I Well, I was, a, lit, a fuse was
1: lit with me maybe 18 months ago, and it just... Yeah. I. Banging it, whatever people call it an awakening, whatever, I'm just... Yeah. And I just went, was hungry for, for, for stuff, for answers as to what is it all about. And I found that it was the East that you go to, Alan Watts is, is, is goes back to to Buddhism and before that, Hinduism and before that, there was always, you know, the East is where the answers I believe are, you know, and the breath works been going on for thousands of years. It's not something Wimps just invented. It's been yeah. going on for years called water we've been we 're we're, we're born to get in cold water. our bodies are meant for cold water, so I believe when you get in it and you hit that cold water, something wakes up that I believe it's in the DNA that may, just wakes your mind up something something happens, and it did with me and I just went on a, a journey of discovery and, I've, and all these things christian all these different religions and different movements and different things all come round to the same thing it 's all about living in the moment and being yeah. present. Because that's all that's real. So everything else has gone before or it's not happened yet. It's not that's not a reality. What's happened you can't change. So all you can have adapt to is now. So will my why I do everything I do it so I can be present. And I'm not present all the time. Miranda'll tell you. I'm sometimes yeah. stuck going flipping heck. <laughs> More and more and more so each day. I'm getting in the moment, so I can come back to the moment and realise that all my decisions you make in the moment. And when you can do that, you start to find peace. You really start yeah. to find peace. Maybe Have you definitely be
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> sometimes?
0: <laughs> but something. Do, do you know something? It's it's it, like I've thought this for years. It's like obviously I'm a big like obviously I love the martial arts. But I suddenly started doing a lot of comparison work of martial arts and military. And then I realized I was looking at it, For someone I'd read about for years and years and years was the samurai culture. And a lot of people have like, say, for example, served in the military, they kind of have that part where they feel like, cause I always believe you're born to be a warrior. There are those in life that are born as warriors. And if you look at the whole samurai culture, how they used meditation, how they used all these different techniques as a warrior culture and then we look at ourselves as in the military is essentially we are following that on that same but we can we don't have to stay in that moment of chaos we can come away with that because they didn't they they kind of combated it essentially through meditation wasn't it it was almost like they would tend to forgotten about all these little things that well, can that, essentially help us yeah i
1: think well, initially well but i think buddhism was, was a peaceful thing and then yeah. Sort of uh, took it to the to the to the warrior culture, but um yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. But me, you know, meditation for me is 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 more of a. I, I'm I'm a lover, not a fighter anymore. Anyway, I'm just yeah. completely not. But I, I see what you've seen, and the Japanese yeah. sort of used it to turn it into a uh, into an art of war, almost. Yeah. They are meditating on on everything they did. But uh, yeah, what were your, your thoughts on that?
2: Well, I just think it's all about. So meditation, like, gives you a little bit of space between mm. you yeah. thoughts. Mm-hmm. You make you know, if you're reacting to a thought, you probably you're not always going to make the best reaction responses, are mm. you? Whereas yeah. if that sense of presence and space between your thoughts, you act from a different place, a more centered, balanced, controlled place. Yeah. But it's a bit new sense of control about you know being being present I mean conscious like, yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah consciousness is a big thing that I'm trying to understand and and Miranda said to me the day well what is consciousness Then I'm like oh god you know what I say this is that I make conscious decisions when I'm doing the breath work and when I do the no when I don't breathe when I do the period of not breathing and I can breathe quite a not breathe for quite a long time I, act, I write down stuff that comes through my mind and they're conscious de- I swear they are from my consciousness. So I know I can achieve it by meditation. You can get into a state of consciousness. And that's where you make your decisions, not in your egotistical subconscious, which yeah. is, I make some of my decisions really, and they're always wrong. So the ones, your first ones in your consciousness, which you get through, I believe, cold water and meditation and and not breathing. <laughs> They're the ones that you act upon, and you, you really make I, I just come out with stuff, and it, I don't know where it comes from. And that's when it—that's a conscious thought. It's yeah, when definitely. But I think because it's all about thoughts. Ego is just thoughts. It's just we yeah. are just a, a, a massive bundle of thoughts. I and mean, when you've got a brain the size of Miranda's, who knows <laughs> most things about most things, it's easy for me because I pretty much just don't know much. So I just—it's really easy for me to close off. And just go, you know what Doesn't um, it doesn 't matter but because it is all thoughts it's thoughts so if if you just switch off those thoughts for ten minutes a day, you find peace, you
0: know you really do find peace, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, obviously just going to wrap things up in a minute there, but like anybody who's read your post, sam it's like I saw a big shift in the way that you wrote. You know, mm-hmm. And I love the work that you do, Miranda. And I could see how the two come together. And I could very much, and it was almost like, people always ask me, how do you write? And I went, I put music on and I start writing. I don't have a conscious thought of what I'm going to, I do have an idea, but I allow that idea to flow through me. It's almost like that that meditation of like, when, my, when I'm writing, I'm meditating because I'm just allowing the thought process to, it's almost like rolling one Put word in front of another and it's like i'm allowing it to find it and it can kind of go all right yeah stop that doesn't work take it back a bit go forward and it's these thoughts and i think we overthink so much and we kind of put so much pressure on our brains that we're kind of like you know it's that and it creates that flashpoint isn't it like whoa yo you know but like it's and that's what i love about what you guys are doing because you're working with people who are in that high stress Mm environments that are got a million thoughts going around their heads yeah. it's like how do you it's like breaking that conflict, isn't it? You're, you you know, breaking that down and it's about being in the moment, being now, and yeah. it's about clearing your head. It's like detoxing. say like, there's the rubbish brin, let's take it off, yeah, empty the rubbish, right? It's clean, it's fresh, it's clean. Uh-huh. And that's what I love about what you guys do. And I always love to, and you know this one, Sam, I always love to end the podcast and being a special one tonight, right? I will I'll ask yeah. you guys one yeah piece of advice
1: sorry go on say again sorry
0: Chris <laughs> right one piece of advice if you could give somebody one piece of advice and you can individually together
1: go on, you go first. it be first go on go on sorry
2: <laughs> one piece of advice it needs to be yeah. okay watch how you breathe just watch how you breathe yeah, and that isn't a, isn't a, like with a wagging finger that's just like actually internally watch how you
0: yeah, breathe like slow it. it down
1: yeah 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 What's so mine?
0: What's yours, Sam? Because I know you're full of advice. I know you've got so much energy yeah. in there.
1: No, well, right, yeah, be uh, be present as much as you can in the moment. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Be present in the moment as much as you can. That's what ev- everything boils down to. That every m- most Buddhism, all those things, they all boil down to just being present in the moment.
2: And of course, Kate's love each
0: other. <laughs> yes.
1: Love yourself first, then, love, then you can love everyone
0: else. Absolutely. Because yeah. I've absolutely loved this tonight. It's just given us so much, like, yeah, I can just, write so much positivity. And that's what I think that you need to get, get that from from everything. Everything you do in life, you've got that purpose. You build yeah. that purpose. You create your own purpose. You, and to me, doing things like this, this is my purpose. And mm-hmm. I'm having a little break now because I've literally done like a over like a years of podcasts, and I'm like, right now it's time to take a step back, take yeah. a breather, because also have that. Remember, you can you can sometimes do too much, you know, you can do too much, and you think, right, time to stop, because when you talk too much, you breathe in so much oxygen, you start and your head goes a bit fuzzy, and then you think, right, I need to stop. So you know, it's been be absolutely pleasure. But Where can people find you? Because obviously, let's get that message out there loud and clear
1: www.thebreathconnection.org go and have a look at the website um, and we're uh, every weekend we run um, there are any, for NHS the free we do breathing workshops and breathing sessions so go on there book on there we do 10 day breathing courses we're also going to do live events which are coming soon and there's some really exciting stuff we're really we're we've got some, some really exciting stuff so excellent check us out the breath connection Excellent.
0: Plus, because you're all on social media as well, obviously on Instagram, Facebook, you've got all that. So I will put all that on the uh, on the stories anyway, and I highly recommend. Obviously, everybody just get on board. This this is a life changer. I've said it myself, and you know, obviously, like doing a ten day course, I can't recommend it enough. You know, because I've tried lots of different meditations, and this one changed it completely. It was like you see a massive difference. So I highly recommend anybody give it a go. Yes, we're all new beginners to everything. We've got to try seven once. But once you've done this, you'll realize how much importance it is and it will change your life. And there's so much value in it. But it's a massive thank you, guys. You know what I mean? Big love as always. All right. You take care of yourself and I appreciate your time. Dave, I've
1: got your barrel in my car, just so he knows.
0: <laughs> right, guys. I'll catch you soon. Thanks, Bye, Chris. Dinner. Thanks for having us on, man. No problem.
1: Stay present. <laughs>